the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. And good morning, everyone. Right now, it is 11.06. It is Juan in Washington. It's the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and also 99.9 FM. I want to say, um, folks, you can always listen at the website, dipetro.com. I want to welcome in everybody also tuning in Facebook Live. If you go to the uh, Facebook page, John DePetro Show, we do have our live stream. We are coming to you from our nation's capital. And, um, folks, it's going to be a great broadcast, a great trip. Please share that you're watching. Just ran into, and I just posted the photo, and I um, posted it on the Facebook page, but just ran into someone who is making such a buzz in Washington, and it is Marjorie Taylor Greene, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, the firepower, who knows, maybe future president, but also huge adversary to Congressman David Cicilline. So I did post the photo on both uh, Facebook and Twitter. But uh, it is going to be that type of broadcast, folks. And again, got into D.C. late last night. I'm actually going to hold up the photo again uh, to everybody. I'm not sure because we're on a rooftop deck. And so everyone could see me. You're just going to see a blue curtain behind me. But it just works that way um, simply because and we're going to have the guests sitting right here coming up. Folks, a lot of Border Patrol. Tom Holman is going to join me coming up. Folks, again, it's Juan in Washington. J.D. goes to D.C. And I want to thank, um, first of all, this uh, our broadcast is brought to you by R.E. Coogan and Heating. Folks, R.E. Coogan and Heating, call them today. Uh, they, I found out the other day, I mean, I, I've told you to call them. And then the other day, our hot, wire, uh, hot water burner kicked out. So, I, you know, I tell people, if it's an emergency, call R.E. Coogan and Heating. I say that. I've encouraged you to do that. And then Sunday night, Juan was grilling. And all of a sudden, and it's that the worst feeling in the world, but you find out, and thank God we had a, um, with, with the uh, water tank, we had had on a, you know, a little pan below that. And um, I also want to say good morning to everybody on uh, Facebook Live. Isn't she terrific? I want to make sure. I think the sound should be fine on Facebook Live. We have a, a microphone right in the middle. So there's Wolf and a few others. If others could um, just let me know about the sound. But, folks, RE Coogan and Heating, it's Kooks. We had an emergency. So what did I do? I didn't waste time. I called 732 6562. Thank you, Denise Ann. But I'm more concerned about the sound. I know it looks good. I want to make sure it sounds good. We have very strong mic right in between. Um, folks, but R.E. Coogan and Heating. It's Coogie. Call them. Remember what they say. Don't. Did I try to fix it alone? No. I let him into my home. He came right out. Wolf says it sounds good. All right, good. Glad to hear that. Sound is good. Folks, it's going to be a great broadcast. Got in last night. We're going to be... Uh, this is a huge day, by the way. Um, for those that have been paying attention... It's basically the future of the Biden presidency is hanging in the balance on whether or not he can get this legislation passed. And I'm not convinced that it, it's going to happen. So, but again, folks, our broadcast, D.C., brought to you by R.E. It's Coogie. Coogan and Heating. 
helpful. Here's how I found the service. Helpful, trustworthy, and reliable. Plumbing, heating, and cooling. He came into our home. Oh, hot water. First of all, then you're like, all right, we have no hot water. Then, thank God I had the little thing. Flag, what do you call it? A, a flagstaff something put in? That doesn't sound right. <coughs> but anyhow, that prevented the whole basement from flooding, which happens to some people. But that didn't happen. Coops came the next day. Boom. Put in a new 50-gallon tank. Folks, R.E. Coogan and Heating. That, I needed to rely on someone. So, whether it is for a gas, oil burner, 24 emergency service, plumbing, heating, cooling, R.E. Coogan and Heating, 401-732-6562. Look for them also on Facebook. And also, their website is R-E, it's Coogie, CooganHeating.com. Folks, as always, uh, visit, there he is. He's uh, he's already here. Now, uh, did they give you, no, you're going to be sitting right next to me, Tom. Uh, you, if, 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 what's that? Five, five minutes. Five minutes? All right. Don't wander away there. Five minutes. Um, Tom Holman's going to be uh, joining us, folks. Uh, the guy is just brilliant, former director of ICE. I'll tell you, the Border Patrol are in town. We're going to be talking to them. And, uh, and, and a lot more. The, now, the, the whole purpose of this is, listen, the country is in peril, without question. The country is in peril because the president is deliberately leaving open borders. And, folks, nowhere are we finding that more evident than in Rhode Island. Now, on the website, I'm going to be posting a lot of the video, photos, interviews on the website DePetro.com. Don't forget DePetro.com. We have our great sponsors there. Visit them, like the Centerdale. What a great job Shane does. Comfort food cocktails. Winner of three, one, two, three Rhode Island Monthly Awards. The Centerdale, 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. And there's a direct link right at the website, which is DePetro.com. So, folks, we are in D.C. Again, it's not an easy broadcast to pull off. Right off the top, I want to thank the great Jeff Gamach. We could not do it without his brilliance, dedication, professionalism, commitment to excellence. So Juan got in last night, and I'll, I'll tell you that it's, it's a little eerie because, uh, you know, as I look over and I'll, I'll take a photo, you can see some of the homeless camped out at Union Station in tents, and that's wrong. We were at the Capitol last night. Later on, we're going to walk down to the Capitol. I like how President Trump would say that on uh, January 6th. Now, we also tentatively tomorrow are scheduled to speak with some of the January 6th people. But apparently um, some of them are having some problems with uh, parole officers. So we're going to play that by ear. Now, we also have Sheriff Tom Hodgson coming up in just a little bit. Folks, again, it is Juan in Washington. But I can't stress enough what a big day this is for the Biden White House. Because, uh, and I want to stay posted on that. How great is that? First person I see and get a fo- photo with is Marjorie Taylor Greene. How about that? The superstar herself. My goodness. She may be popping by. She may do what we call just as like a drive-by. Marjorie Taylor Greene. She is Cicilline's worst nightmare. Again, so charming. Talked to her just a few moments ago. I think we're going to talk to her coming up. Now, the other story, folks, that just continues to dominate, and again, good morning, it's John DiPietro. Right now, it's 11.13, a.m. 1380, 99.9 FM. 
I uh, received an email. This is from Henry B. Chafee. Juan, do I have to drive to Washington in order to hear you? No, no, you can just listen. I'm in Washington, but you can hear me on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Henry B. Um, But folks, the Biden initiative, I mean, his spending plan, if if this does not go through, this is it. Um, I'm also just looking at some other headlines. YouTube bans all anti-vax content. How about that? You know, the other thing about YouTube is I'm I'm one of the people that watch television, YouTube TV. And um, they don't have a deal with NBC. They need to get that deal done Sunday night. They may not have the Brady game, which is unbelievable to me. But um, L.A. officials consider requiring proof of accident to indoor restaurants, gyms. How about the number of people that United Airlines is firing? Now, I also, folks, although I'm here, I am obviously, I mean, I just flew in here last night. Um, I'm well aware what's going on in in Rhode Island. and, um, And Governor McKee is up against it. I mean, he is without question. He 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 created this vaccine mandate, and he's going to have to live the the results of it. I know Friday is a big rally, folks. It's such a turbulent time in our nation with lack of leadership coming from the Biden White House. There he is, folks. The guy is just an absolute hero. Now, did they give you a screen? It doesn't matter if they did not. I think you're supposed to carry around a screen, but not a problem. Screen. Yeah, a screen, one of the mic screen. No? Yeah. All right. Not a problem. The good news is it's not a problem. Folks, we've talked to him in the past, former director of ICE, and uh, it is such a pleasure to uh, have him back. You see him, Fox News contributor, and also Immigration Reform Law Institute, and it's the one and only Tom Holman. Tom, it's the John DePietro Show. WNRI AM 1380 99.9 FM. Welcome back and great to see you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I um, I want to just go back through uh, history. The first time we met, uh, you were telling me the, the great story of the first time you met General Kelly. Right. And uh, you had him in, in your office and and uh, he, he was very generous in explaining to you that, that your dad bravely served our country and had received countless medals. Yeah. You shared a, a nice moment where General Kelly was explaining what all of them meant. Yeah, my dad, I, unknown to me, was a war hero. He never talked about it during my childhood. And, wow. And we, when he when he got really sick, we had to put him in a, a facility to be taken care of. Uh, I found medals. We found there were medals up in the attic. And, wow. And uh, not even displayed on the family your living no, room wall. No, no, where'd you grow up? Upstate New York. Upstate. New- so south of Canada, over, yep. right outside of Fort Drum, New York. Okay. So I asked him about him. He didn't. He didn't really want to share a bunch of stories. He's, but uh, I asked him if I could have him. I, I put him in a shadow box and I just played him because I'm proud of him. Of course, I didn't know what half of him meant. So General Kelly came to my office one day and he says, "There you are. There are your medals. Just the left airborne. Left airborne don't exist anymore." He goes, "They're your dad's." I said, "Yeah." He goes, "He was a hell of a war hero." And I said. Well, I don't know what half of these mean. He goes, you want to know? I said, yeah. So he walked me through each medal, what they meant, what it took to get one. And, you know, it was really special to me. So was, my dad's gone now. But I still have that shadow box. And, and now I know what he did and then, um, what, what it took to earn those medals. So. I'm Holman. As we sit here on this Wednesday, September 29th, 
it is it is really remarkable, especially to talk about someone with someone like yourself, who you were on the front lines dealing with President Trump, getting the border under control, really getting the safety and security of our country under control. Did you ever think it would unravel so quickly? I knew this administration would move to the left, but I didn't think they'd fall off the table. I never imagined in my wildest dreams that they would actually, you know, the term open border has been used a lot, right? Right. But they actually did it. Yes. We have an open border. I mean, we yeah. got we, we have lost operational control of our border. Anybody, when that secretary goes up and says the border is secure, he's lying. Because I've talked to Border Patrol commanders who told me, they've used the term broken arrow. They said they are overrun. And exact, this is a quote from one Border Patrol chief. We have lost operational control of this border. This border is under control of the Mexican cartels. That's a scary statement. And the first time I heard it in the history of this country, first time I heard it in my 35-year career, this is the worst it's ever been. And the Secretary of my organization, Chris Wallace, show Sunday, said, well, this happened before. No, it hasn't. We've had surges before, but we never had... The number of children that come across this border on the company is, is the most in the history of the United States Border Patrol. We never released them into the country. When, during, the, during the surge, when he was sec- deputy secretary, we built detention centers. We detained mm. them, and we removed them. And now what is he doing? He's releasing them, not, we, not, even without a court, not with even a court date. And, look, if anybody thinks all these thousands being released in the country every day is ever going to be removed, they're not. They're not. No. Tom. Because at the same time, because what they do, they also decapitate ice. Ice can, and this is, this, is, this is a scary thought, but a fact. I never thought I'd say this either. An ICE agent, an immigration officer, can no longer arrest and remove somebody for simply being here illegally. It's How not illegal nothing anymore. True. You've got to be convicted of a serious crime. Tom Holman. You've got to be a national security threat. If you're just here illegally, you're off the table. Like five minutes, five miles over the speed limit. Like permissible. You can right? illegal alien get arrested for assault. He can be arrested for domestic violence. He can be arrested for theft. He can be arrested for 10 DUIs. He is no longer a threat. He is no longer an ICE priority. And ICE will not look for him or arrest him. Folks, we speak of Tom Holman. Tom, the, um, the headlines in the video and the picture of our Border Patrol, who, by the way, work under, have interviewed so many of them. You know them work under the most trying conditions. There they are at the border, trained to do what they are, which is on horseback as the Haitians are trying to come over through the Rio Grande. Now, let alone under that underpass was just the, the heat. You have the cartels, it's violent. And the fact to have Mayorkas and also even the president and vice president throw them under the bus. What, and, what was, and the commissioner and, and the, the chief. Go ahead. I'm not letting them slide either. Okay. Look, these boards raisins did exactly what they're trained to do. The horses performed as they were trained to do. Yep. I know it's in the manual. They didn't violate any policy. They didn't violate any rules or regulations. They didn't shoot anybody. They didn't hit anybody. They I didn't whip to, anybody. I've talked to five retired national chiefs. I've talked to nine sector chiefs. I've talked to two retired commissioners because I want to make sure I was right. They all agreed with me. 100% of them, they did nothing wrong. Wow. And what, what makes me angry is that the the chief right now, Raul Ortiz, and the and CBB commissioner, Troy Miller, they're reading from the same playbook, but they refuse to come out and defend the men. So now they're being attacked by 
the Congress, the President, the Vice President, and their own Secretary, for God's sakes. And they did nothing wrong. Let the, what, what, what was, what's been lost in this whole message is the Haitians are entering the country illegally. Right. That is a crime. Title 8 United States called 1325. It is illegal to enter the country. It's a crime. Same thing I had to tell AOC and I had to educate her. When you resist an officer, that is, a, that is a felony, 18 U.S.C. 111. These officers, immigration officers, were doing their job enforcing law. They were put there by the chief. The horse patrol was put there by the chief to stop the flow. And now they're being skewered by the, by the media, the left, the president, vice president. It's, it's, in my years of 35 years, I didn't anything so disgusting in my life. And, and, and you know, God bless the men and women of Border Patrol. I, I love you. I wore that uniform. I started my career as a Border Patrol agent after, I, after leaving the police officer in New York. I wore that uniform. I'm proud of wearing the uniform. I still got my campaign hat and retired badge on the wall in my office. Wow. These men deserve better. They're standing on the front line every day, putting their lives at risk. This president put them in this position because he's got open borders. Uh, 26 CBP officers have died from COVID because they've been forced to sit in that border, and Biden's ignoring Title 42. COVID's coming across that border every day. They're taking it home to their families. We have officers that died doing that. Officers are being, you got to get, get a vaccine, you're getting fired. Meanwhile, they're arresting thousands every day that the White House says don't have to be vaccinated. What a, what, what a hypocrisy. It's just these men and women deserve better from the commander-in-chief. They've been abandoned by the commander-in-chief. They've been abandoned by the secretary. They've been abandoned by their own commissioner. They've been abandoned by the chief. And the chief don't come out and, and, and support them, then he's a coward. Touch on, and again, folks, so speaking with the great Tom Holman, if you would touch on AOC, I'm glad you brought that up because she has such a powerful voice, and that is a sitting member of Congress. She's a moron. And the complete disregard they have for our laws and the people that try to enforce them. She, you know, she, she, she's anti-law enforcement in her world. You're innocent until proven guilty unless you're wearing a uniform. That's right. And, and it's terrible. Look, law enforcement... And I said from day one, they started talking about defunding police. They said, you defund the police for every dollar you take away from police means less cops. Less cops mean more crime. Look what's happened in all these cities. She still refuses to fund the police. Yep. They're the finest 1% in this country. I know there's, there's bad cops. But a few bad cops don't make the whole institution bad. No. And touch on, you know, Tom Holman, the, the Border Patrol. The amount of training for them to keep their wherewithal on horses. No one no one was injured. They were acting as a deterrent. That is not easy training. No, anybody that knows anything about horse riding, wow. they got to be impressed by that. Holy The cow, way they move those time. horses around without hurting anybody. Th th these guys are well trained. And guess what now? Now they stopped the horse patrol in that area. Now see, uh, They took a tool yes. from law enforcement to enforce law. The secretary made a statement that he couldn't believe the Border Patrol trained horses to attack children. What, what a ridiculous statement. Mm. If his lips are moving, he's lying. Yeah. How would you describe right now, what was your reaction in watching what was unfolding at the border with those thousands of people under that underpass? Never would have happened under President Trump. Mm. We wouldn't have dealt with it. Yep. We would. We would have. We first of all, we would have filled every detention center we had. If, if we didn't have enough, we would build another one. We wouldn't. The catch and release. President Trump ended catch and release. You're right. His last two months in office, we released a total of like 56 people because there was some sort of medical issue we couldn't take care of. Some sort of humanitarian, a serious humanitarian issue. Mm. Biden administration released hundred thousands. 
Wow. I mean, they've already reached 116,000 kids by themselves. And, and, and they finally admitted they can't find a third of them. They can't find 40,000 children that they put with sponsors that they failed to vet. God help us. I tell you right now, it's, it's scary to think about. Some of these children are in a bad situation right now. They're with sexual predators. I, I've been around this too long. I've seen so many bad things, 35 years of experience. I can guarantee you, sadly as it is, as scary as it is, some of these children are in danger right now. Folks, we're speaking with Tom Holman. Again, it's John DePietro. We're broadcasting from our nation's capital. It is the uh, annual Hold Their Feet to the Fire regarding the border. Tom, also... Let's and, talk about. And, and, and let me add this. We're, we're looking right now. You look at the train station. Yes. Those tents. Yeah. What are they? They're homeless people. That? They're homeless people. Yeah, but they weren't here years ago when President home, Trump home, was yeah, in exactly. office. Exactly. Homeless U.S. citizens living in a tent. Meanwhile, when some of these families are released, they're released to the NGOs. They're, they're, they're sitting in hotel rooms at three hundred and seventy dollars a night. That's right. Getting three squares, getting medical attention. Meanwhile, we got homeless vets. We're looking at them right now. I walked through there. We got homeless veterans that serve their nation proudly, living in a tent. Wow. But those that enter the country illegally are sitting in a hotel room at $370 a night and getting three squares a day. Shame on this administration. They turn their backs on the veterans, and they're taking care of the people that are not even supposed to be here. You uh, served under the president. Is it fair to say when President Trump was in office, he, he was a deterrent to the other countries? A lot of the migrants, illegals, whatever you want to call it, but they, they were fearful of coming in. They, they didn't feel that they were going to be welcomed if they came to America. I worked for six presidents, starting with Ronald Reagan, Reagan and, yep. I, and I respect every president I worked for. I respected Clinton. I respected Obama because they're the president of the United States. That's right. Like by American people. That was lost when President Trump was president. But let, let me be clear. No president did more to secure our border than President Donald Trump. Yep. Again, illegal immigration down 80%. No one defended the military, rebuilt the VA, yep. defended first responders more than President Trump. And mm -hmm. whether you like it or not, this is a stone cold fact. That's right. I, I've been around 35 years. I worked for six of them. No one did more than President Trump. And you're right. He had a system. He said, we got a system of laws. If you violate it, there will be consequences. And, and we follow through with that. You know, I've had state troopers tell me, you know, many times all they have to do is park their car on the side of the road and they'll see people decrease their speed. It's a deterrent. The sight of the police car is a deterrent. Having him in the White House, as you said, illegal immigration, Tom Holman, was down 80 percent. And think of what's happened just over the last eight to nine months. We have the most secure border in my career. Wow. And we and Joe Biden came in and destroyed it in two weeks. Two weeks. What well, took us years to build. He could have came in and just rode Donald Trump's coattails and made a few more changes, had the yep. most secure border this country's ever had. Then he could walk away a hero saying, I secured our homeland, I protect our sovereignty, we are national laws, we want enforcement. No, he came in, did everything, undid everything Trump. He ran on a campaign of open borders and ICE detention, uh, uh, moratorium on deportations. I'm going to give amnesty, I'm going to give DACA, I'm going to free health care. He, he sold out. To the progressive left to become president of the United States, he he he. When a senator, he voted for border barriers. Right, he voted for border. He completely. And, and when he was vice president, one year we were arrested and moved four hundred nine thousand. Four hundred nine thousand. He sold out to become president to progressive left. He sold our nation's security and our sovereignty to be president of the United States. You know, he ought to be ashamed of himself. He's, he's, he's he doesn't represent what what we are as a nation. What about Vice President Harris saying? that she was appalled in the Border Patrol. Uh, they need to treat the Haitian immigrants or migrants with uh, dignity and respect. They did. They did. And, and I'm appalled she's my vice president. 
I'm appalled they made her the the, the borders are to send the damn thing. This administration has done one thing to slow the flow. The, all their efforts are sending more border patrol agents down there to process more quicker, so they can they can manage the optics. It doesn't look like a crisis if if, there, if there's no overcrowded border patrol facilities. This star rail thing hurt them. The optics of Del Rio hurt them. So what do they do? They surge more resources to Del Rio to get them out of there. In the meantime, when they surge additional resources, they had 224 miles of unprotected border near Del Rio. They pulled all the agents in there. 224 miles of no border placing on the border. What's the, what the cartels had a, had a heyday with that. If she wants, she's busy looking for the root causes. She don't need to go to Central America. She needs to walk down the hall to the Oval Office. You'll find the root causes right there. What do you think? What does the cartel think of the Biden-Harris administration? No one celebrated this election more than the criminal cartels in Mexico. <laughs> they're back in business. Wow. They're making millions of dollars business. a day. Yes. They're making millions a day. Now, Tom Holman, also DHS Secretary Mayorkas, was on Fox News Sunday with Chris Wallace. And he was asking him, saying that basically the Rio Grande, it's just, it's like a wide open passageway. And said, why not a fence or a wall? And Mayorka said, this administration does not believe in walls. They don't believe in, in anything that's going to slow the flow. <laughs> hey, look, I don't care who you are. Look, look it up. Every, the data is clear. Every place they put a border barrier, every single place they put a border barrier, illegal immigration went down, illegal drug flow went down. Walls work. Yes. And people say, well, walls can be climbed. Look, walls aren't designed just to stop people. They're designed to slow people down to get border control enough time to respond. They funnel people. All these young children that, you know, and, and these women, you know, they, they would have been funneled to an area they can get immediate humanitarian care. So walls worked. Walls saved lives. Before I let you go, uh, the Afghan refugees now being flown into the United States. Already last week, two of them were arrested sexually assaulting some some young women. What are your thought on on uh, how things have handled been handled with Afghanistan and uh, putting all these people and they're putting them actually in a lot of red states. It's a travesty because, you know, they, they say they're vetting these people. I know for a fact, I, I, I've been in immigration a long time. It takes 18 months to two years to vet an SIV, Special Immigrant Visa. And when they had the time to do it back in January, in December and January, 84% of SIV visa applications were denied. So if they had enough time to vet them and denied 84%, what the hell are you thinking happening now when they're vetting them in days and weeks? How they vet them when there's no Af- Afghan government? How they vet them to know if a passport's valid or not when the, when the Taliban has control of all government records? I don't know how they're possibly going to vet them, but this country is a lot less safe because of what the Biden administration has done. And the people they brought into this country, they have no idea who the hell these people are. And like the Haitians, Tom Holman, do you think, are they ever going back? I mean, are they going to really deport thousands of these people? No, they're not. They're here no. to stay. And let me tell you something, the, the, the 15,000 they release. Haiti has a 1% vaccination rate. Not one of them were tested for COVID before they oh. released in the United States. Wow. Well, Jen Psaki, White House press secretary, said, well, we're not testing them because they're not staying. But they, they, number one, they could be staying for years. Number two, I agree with you. I don't think they're ever going back. Well, just as Tamer Lone shows she's an idiot. Yeah. I mean, these people are, stay, are here to stay. That's why we got close to 20 million illegal aliens in this country. Let me be clear. At the same time, the open borders up. I think I mentioned they decapitated ICE. ICE can't arrest somebody for being here illegally anymore. So unless that Haitian goes commits murder, he's not going anywhere. What about people like AOC that want to disband and completely get rid of ICE? I guess you know what she's talking about. Every time she opens her mouth, she's wrong. I've been told to tell her a few times. Uh, you know, maybe she made a good pina colada in her day, but she's a terrible, she's probably the worst congressman in the history of Congress. She don't know what the hell she's doing. Again, it's anti-cop. 
And, and because you see the anti-cop rhetoric, what has happened in New York City? New York City is a cesspool. Now. It is. And, and, she, and she represents New York. So she ought to worry about cleaning up her own district and protecting the citizens of her own district before she started pointing at the men and women who wear a badge and gun. Again, innocent to a proven guilty unless you're wearing a badge. Folks, he is Tom Holman. Tom, great to see you. Good Thanks to see you, sir. Thanks for having me. All right. Enjoy your time. Folks, again, it's John DePietro. We're right here broadcasting from Washington. Coming up, we're going to be talking with uh, Sheriff Tom Hodgson, Bristol County. Again, our broadcast in D.C. continues. I want to remind you, by the way, folks, that if you need any type of paving done, take care, Tom. Thank you. Uh, folks, make sure you call J. Perry Paving. Call them today. J. Perry Paving. Provide high quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, 20 years experience, residential, commercial, seal coating, and patios. It's J. Perry Paving. Call them today. 401-732-1730. Letter J. J. Perry Paving. You can also find them on Facebook. And their website is letter J, jperrypaving.com. And no one is better to veterans. No one's better. They have a special package for veterans. It's J. Perry Paving, 401-732-1730. Well, right now it's 1134. Folks, it's Wednesday. It is September 29th. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Remember, you can listen online at the website, depetro.com. So we are down in our nation's capital. And uh, for those on, uh, if you're on Facebook, I will post some of this stuff on the website later. But um, what you're seeing, those on Facebook are seeing me, and then there's just a blue curtain. But folks, you have to, because otherwise if we had it pointing out, you wouldn't be able to see. But he is right. I am looking at tents, tents right across from the train station, Union Station. It's a beautiful day in New in, uh in Washington, D.C. And folks, of course, um, for those that, if you if you haven't seen it, you can also, again, go to the Facebook page. And I was at the Capitol last night. It is nice. They've taken the fencing back down. But this is a pivotal day for the Biden presidency on whether or not this package, he can, he can pull it together. We also, we've already seen uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, M- um, MTG. So, who was uh, just terrific, couldn't have been nicer. She is always attacked by Congressman David Cicilline. She is not a fan of Cicilline. We're going to see if we're going to talk to her at some point uh, while we're down here. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, who is just a complete, folks, everywhere she goes, there's a, there's a buzz around her. Uh, she is the freshman congressperson woman from uh, from the state of Georgia who is just um, really, really, uh, she's just a lightning rod of controversy. This portion of the program is brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Listen, while we're enjoying this beautiful weather, yesterday with some rain, it's going to be nice this week. Pop in and see, special hello to Debbie and Steve and Junior and Byron, folks, Rhode Island's number one garden center. Fall is here. Homegrown mums kale are outstanding. They are mums, 4-inch, 12-inch potch, 10-inch, 12-inch hangers, 12-inch patio pots, 6- to 9-inch kale assorted colors, 4- to 6-inch ornamental peppers, pumpkin straw, cornstarch gourd, sugar pumpkins. Fall decorations and so much more. Stop in and see them. Take a ride. They have a great Facebook page. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Folks, as always, visit the website. DePietro.com. 
Remember, maybe right now you're thinking of either buying or selling your home. Hey, call Pat Elston today. Caldwell Banker Realty, based out of Cumberland. Call Pat, 401-474-5253. 20 years experience, licensed Rhode Island, Massachusetts. This is no time with this real estate market, no time for amateur hour. Pat Elston, 401-474-5253. It is a fabulous real estate market if you have the right real estate agent. Pat Elston, 401-474-5253. So, folks, again, it is one, and uh, it's the John DePietro Show. Remember, we start well, We start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380 and also 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online, as I said, at our website, dePietro.com. Now, I will be monitoring. Uh, the, the big news right now I'm seeing is, of course, and I mentioned this yesterday, the judge rejected the firefighters. As far as trying to get the uh, exemption with the vaccination. Meanwhile, how about that Channel 12 story? Disabled veteran denied an MRI at too busy Rhode Island Hospital. Folks, I'm going to say this. Don't blame the frontline workers. Don't blame the healthcare workers. Rhode Island is the second worst staffing shortage in the country. In the country. Don't blame them. They can only do so much. They can't be everywhere. They are understaffed, overworked. We stand. Judge considers challenge the Rhode Island vaccine mandate. You know, if this goes through, and again, I, I'm not saying I know what the answer is, but I'll tell you what the answer is not. The answer is not to just kick these people to the curb on Friday. That's what it is not. That is not the solution. You just read a federal judge today will hear arguments lawsuit challenging the vaccine mandate for Rhode Island healthcare workers. Ten a.m. So it's already underway. U.S. District Court in Providence deadline to be vaccinated. So we will uh, fi- follow that. Now, yesterday though, a state superior court judge dismissed the legal challenge by the firefighters. So, folks, we will be following that story. But I'll tell you, um, as someone that has attended this uh, conference. Since 2015, this is my sixth year coming to Washington. Um, it is, uh, it, it is, here it is right now, happening now. A federal judge hearing the case, the lawsuit. Okay. Let me see. Uh, judge requesting a break. Two attorneys tailor their arguments for this case back in 10 minutes. All right. Well, listen, we're going to follow Olivia DeRocha, folks, is on the case from ABC6. Olivia DeRocha. Is uh, we're gonna? She's as good as anyone. She is uh, following the case. Uh, judge requested a break to Taylor's tail their argument. Um, there he is, folks, joining us right now. The man himself. It's good to see him. Look at that, folks. Bristol County Sheriff. The guy is a hero for crying out loud. It's the one and only Tom Hodgson, Sheriff. My goodness, it's great to see you, my friend. Always great to see you. you oh, hold on one moment. I apologize. There we go. Sheriff, welcome. It's great to see you. You look great. Um, you know, it's remarkable. I've had the privilege of interviewing you down here the past couple of years. And uh, everybody just seems a little bit of a state of shock. It's just how quickly things have broken down in the border just in the past eight months. You know, John, uh, this is probably the most important time 
for sheriffs across this nation to be here because uh, clearly the Biden administration, uh, both the president and Secretary Mayorkas, have completely undermined uh, the, the public safety initiatives around this country and turned back our, our critical, critical partnerships that we knew we had to start developing after 9-11 if we were going to maximize our potential to keep the people of our community safe. And, um, and so... Uh, it really is, it's hard to believe that a guy like Secretary Mayorkas would look the American people in the eye on television and say, you know what, there's no crisis at the border. The border's not any less safe, he just said the other day, than it was under Trump. He, he knows it is. He knew this was going to happen because I dealt with him under the Obama administration at a meeting at DHS headquarters on two occasions with several sheriffs and he knew at the time we were telling him what was happening at the border and what was happening in our communities as a result of it. Massachusetts has had the highest influx of illegal aliens according to the Pew Research Report wow. between 2007 and 2017 more than any other state in the United States. These things were told to him. He has intentionally undermine not only the people's public safety in this nation, but all of law enforcement who remain committed. And what he has done, John, is he and the President of the United States have violated their oath and their promise to uphold the laws of this nation and to keep the citizens of our community safe. And it is the most outrageous thing. I never thought we'd see this. And there is something, and I don't want to go on too much other than to say. And the lying. The lying. The lying. That's what, like, defend your policy if that's what your policy is. But the lying. How about he was on Fox News Sunday with Chris Wallace Sunday and said, this administration doesn't believe in walls. All due respect to President Trump. I mean, they had walls in the in the, the Old Testament. He didn't invent walls. They had walls in the Game of Thrones. What are they talking about? I'm often asked how the walls work around your prison, and they work just fine. <laughs> that's, okay? that's exactly but you right. know, you know, I never thought in my lifetime that we would be living the script of the Wizard of Oz. You're right. You know, when you think about the border situation and what's going on there, and this this isn't a policy issue. This is a plan that this administration has. Yes. So it's not failed policy. It is a plan yep. to try to to try to take us into a socialist world, bring in as many illegal people as they can for the purposes of politics. Because obviously they don't care about the people's public safety. We have our boots on the ground and have told them. Yep. We have fentanyl pouring in. We got mothers trying to, and fathers trying to wake up their kids because they're late going for work and they're not waking up. They're not waking up. Because, because we're encouraging through the Biden administration these cartels to come in, carte blanche, and push human trafficking, sex trafficking, gang violence, and drugs into our neighborhoods. And you know, when I talk about the Wizard of Oz, the whole cast of characters are represented at the White House. You got the, you got the lion who has no courage. You got the Tin Man who has no heart. Yep. And you have the Scarecrow with no brain. And I'm not even going to go there on the Wicked Witch of the West. I'm not even going to go there with wow. that one. But the truth is. Think about, pay no attention to what's behind that curtain. That's How many right. times have we heard that? Yes. Direct the attention over here so people won't really see it. They're playing us all for dummies, but the American people are seeing it. Sheriff Tom Hudson, you're on the front lines. You deal with many of these prisoners. I mean, I, what, what are you hearing from them? It seems like it's never been easier, and the cartels are just racking up millions. You know, the message has been, just come on in. The cartels... I have a, have a incredible business going. They're, they're very good business people. And we basically said, listen, open up the market. You know, come on in. You know, you would never 
ever suggest that nurses shouldn't talk to doctors, right? Right. Right? I mean, you have to have that for the patient. But in our world, they don't want to talk to law enforcement. They want to advance their political agenda. And that's really, when all said and done, that's what this is really about, right? If you agreed to protect the people of this country, you know we have our boots on the ground. Why would you undermine us? So why would you say, given the 9-11, what happened after 9-11, we learned, all of us in law enforcement across every spectrum, all public safety, we need to share more intelligence. We need to collaborate, share more equipment so that we could maximize the potential to keep us safe. Why would any elected official like President Biden and Secretary Mayorkas say to the public, look, I know you'd be safer if we continue to allow this to happen, but you know what we're going to do? We're going to make you less safe and break apart those partnerships because we think the illegal aliens are more important coming into this country for us politically than your public safety is. And you look at the angel moms and dads, John, all these angel moms and dads over 20-some-odd years who've lost their children yep. and loved ones. What the president, what President Biden and Mayorkas are saying to them is, you know what? Your kid didn't matter back then when he, oh. he or she died. Wow. And you know what? The next ones tomorrow won't matter Doesn't either because our either. politics supersede all of that. Oh. And that's where we are in America today. I want to show you. This is uh, two years ago. See if you recognize the two individuals on the South Lawn of the White House. Well, that's me and you right yeah. there at South oh, yeah. Lawn of the oh, White yeah. House when uh, that was tremendous. You presented 100 sheriffs and you presented President Trump with, I, I believe it was a special badge and, and, and honor. And he was just so taken by that. Touch the, on that. It, you know, I believe that was on the South Lawn. But, it was. But South a, year, a year and a half earlier than that, I, I was also there with about uh, yes. uh, 60 or 70 sheriffs. And we, I presented him a plaque in the East Room. And at that time, I said to him, which cuts to where we are today, you know, the Trump policies versus the Biden plan. Yes. Okay. And I um, like that. And it is a plan. It is a plan. And so, so essentially, what, what happened is I presented this to the president. And I said at that time, this plaque said, uh, I said, Mr. President, when you accepted the nomination and you gave your speech prior to, to uh, ultimately running and winning the presidency, you said at that time, the first thing I'm going to do when I enter the White House is I'm going to reinstate the rule of law. Yep. I said, and you did it. Yes. And he stood behind law enforcement. Yep. And he stood behind the sheriffs of this nation. And you know what? The sheriffs of this nation are elected by the people. Hmm. There are actually, in this movement, in this plan, there are these progressives who are trying now to push legislation to make sheriffs appointed, not elected by the people. Mm. And the reason is not because we're not doing our jobs, no. but because they don't want us to represent all the people in this nation That's right. and be their voice because they want to control everything. That's right. And, the, and it was not the sovereign. Uh, it wasn't the, the federal government that created the sovereign states. It was the sovereign states that created the federal government. Wow. They've got it all backward. Mm. Folks, so speak with Sheriff Tom Hodgson. Sheriff, what is your uh, thoughts on some of the Im images we've seen at the border? Uh, the president, DHS, all vilifying those Border Patrol who were just working under impossible conditions, so highly trained. Uh, the discipline, the training that kicked in with them on the horses and then completely thrown under the bus by the president of the United States. It's shameful. 
it's shameful. And how dare the president of the United States and Mayorkas suggest that these officers, you know, were whipping people and all that when we know we know that they weren't. But worse than that, it's basically saying again to law enforcement, you know what? We're going to come after you at every every juncture. And we're also going to do everything we can to make sure that you guys are perceived as the bad guys and the bad guys are considered the good guys. Mm. So we'll pick and choose. We're not going to change any laws and we're not going to enforce the laws on the book. We're going to pick and choose who we want to be able to violate those laws wow. by the millions coming into this country. That's right. With diseases. Yes. Telling the American people, I mean, yep. you can't get any more contradictory. No. You can tell the American people, you need to get a mandate. Yep. We're going to start making you show vaccine cards or whatever it is, but pay no attention to those millions of illegals coming across the border that we're allowing to come in, not testing, and we're putting them into your communities. I was just talking uh, at a briefing with members of Congress, and one of the things I said to them is what we need is we need to have a law that requires the federal government. Anytime they put any illegals on a bus, a plane, or whatever, and they push them into any community across this nation, they have to notify the respective sheriff in that in that county oh. and tell them so that we can at least know where they are and, and protect our citizens from the potential of maybe a terrorist coming sure. in. Yes. Or be aware. We, we, we need to have, be aware of it. Yep. Um, and then know where they are and know how many are coming. Sheriff, touch on... Um the situation in Massachusetts right now. You're saying the, the, the numbers continue to climb? Oh, yeah. yeah. And you're going to see them climb higher. because well, we're Haitian... trying to give you a run for the money in Rhode Island. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, Boston has one of the largest Haitian communities in the country. Yep. You're, you're going to expect that there's going to be a lot of Haitians moving in there. Mm. Um, you know, you, you, you mentioned about, you know, we were talking about that horseback situation. Yes. And what will happen is, and you'll see it in Massachusetts, too, and it's part of their pattern. When the pictures were being shown of all these Haitians yep. right there at the border, they didn't want that optic to be seen by the American people, and they certainly didn't want it to be on there very long. So what did they do? As soon as they saw an opening, even if it wasn't true about those, those border uh, um, uh, agents, yeah. they accused them falsely, jumped to the conclusions, never did. And, and on top of that, what they do is they constantly switch. They switched immediately over to... We need to get we need to get booster shots. They knew that would create that's all right. of a sudden a another diversion. discussion. Yes, a diversion. That's yeah. how they operate. Your uh, congresswoman Ariana Presley. I mean, she seems totally anti-police. Oh, the, you look that whole you know the yeah. whole crew. You got you got Elizabeth Warren. You yes. got them all. I mean, yep. they 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 all wrote a letter and signed it to me. AOC and the rest of them condemning me about something they knew nothing. about. About, right. That they were dead wrong about. Yes. And they ought to be ashamed of themselves because yeah. that's exactly what they do. If they see what they think could be an opening for yep. progressives, they'll knee jerk react and try to get some publicity out of it by yep. sending a letter. And frankly, that letter is is uh, about where the, the uh, AG's report is. And that was halfway down the sewer pipe after I got it mm. because you know what? It means nothing to me. I'm not interested in the politics. I'm interested in the safety and security of the people in my, in my county and this nation. And you know, for the president and Mayorkas, and Mayorkas needs to resign, not only based on the lies, but on what he did to my county yes. and to my ICE operations after huh. 25 years, wow. in an hour and a half, shutting down 287G, putting my people at risk. We now have people that were released from our place that we otherwise probably would have been able to, to hold yep. that ICE has to now go chase down because they don't know where they are. Huh. And this wow. is going to go on and go on and go on. When we had the mechanism in place, yep. the president took it away, just like he did all the policies on the border that were protecting us. Hmm. 
Folks, so I speak with Bristol County Sheriff Tom Hodgson. Sheriff, totally different note, but I think I was watching a, a special on Netflix. And, um, boy, your appearances are so powerful in those Aaron Hernandez documentaries that they've made. Because, I mean, you had him, you had him and, and you and I have discussed, you sat with him just like this and, and really kind of got inside his head. Yeah, I did. And, you know... Um uh, a tragic kind of story in, in regards to him, given his upbringing and what happened in yeah. his life. But um, but a very, very complex but interesting person with regards to his psyche and all of that. Yep. What do you think about um, Brady coming back this Sunday? Well, you gave a lot to New England. <laughs> he um, did. And, you know, I, I know, you know. It's, You're the only person here I can talk about this with. Yeah, so. I think, I think you know, look, when you when you devote as much as much enjoyment and as much of your your life to to winning for us yeah um and regardless of what transpired for him to move somewhere else you, you know as a person as somebody who gave to new england quite a bit i think you know the the the, the best part of new england usually is that we're we still honor and respect people. yes but I was, I was with some people last night, and I was trying to explain, and I was saying, I don't think you fully understand the impact he had on the region. I mean, Absolutely. it was him and everyone else. Sheriff, before I let you go, um, it is kind of like I feel shell-shocked with what we've watched happen. And they may deny it all they want, but we are basically right now dealing with an open border. With, with an, open, an open border. Yeah, and that, that of course, was something that uh, we were told was not the case right. by... Uh, he wouldn't say that during the campaign. No. Right? No, and but everybody... I, was. like you said, there was the Trump agenda, but this is the Biden plan. Yes. And the Biden plan is to have an open border, let all those people come in, and, you know, let's face it, you can't ignore the politics. If they were coming in and then voting Republican... They wouldn't let them in. Absolutely. I think they, they view them as new. That's right. They view them as new voters. No question about it. Yeah. Obviously, why would any, what other possible reason would you have to turn your back on the Texas ranchers who are that's finding right. bodies all over their properties? Yep. Having to feel threatened and not let their kids out of their, out of their houses um, to the drugs pouring in the communities and parents in our neighborhoods across the nation worrying about whether or not their kids are going to be taking one of these little and what they think is just a simple pill that ends up with fentanyl. That's right. So, yeah, you know, before I let you go, I, I don't think also, now I, I deal a lot with the police, obviously, and a lot with the first responders. It, people have no idea how bad the fentanyl problem is. On, a, on an average Saturday, just in the city of Providence, between noon and six, I, I'm not exaggerating. There will be no less like eight to ten calls for an overdose. It is constant. It is everywhere. It is people that don't know what they're taking. It's some people that they do know what they're taking and, and they are trying to chase that high and then they get a bad batch. The fentanyl problem that is coming over the border, it, it is beyond an epidemic. It, it is far more pervasive. And you've been in law enforcement a long time. You, you didn't have the amount of overdoses, and thank God we have Narcan, but some people will, you know, the, the, the EMTs will tell me they'll, they'll overdose, overdose four or five times a week. Oh, there's no question. And look, uh, you're, you're right to point that out, John. And, you know, I was, uh, my, one of my task officers who's assigned to the uh, Dartmouth police was telling me on our way to the airport, he said, you know what? He said, we're seeing overdoses all day long. Oh, it's boy. nonstop. Yeah. And you know what? We're better than this in America. Yes. You know, and, and what I would say is, to all the listeners in all of America, this is our time in history. Yep. We've been put in this place, and we have to make a choice that when our kids will speak of us and our grandkids, that they'll either say, 
look, when the, the, my parents and my grandparents knew the country was spiraling downward, they knew it. They knew people were dying as a result of drugs pouring in, and they did nothing about it. Or they'll say, you know what? Well, my mother, my father, my grandfather, my grandmother saw this country spiraling downward. They did what our founders and the patriots did back when to preserve our legacy Stepped and up. make sure that we had a more prosperous and a safer uh, country to live in. And they will be able to smile and know that we left them a legacy now for them to carry forward because they will have challenges as they get to where we are. Folks, Sheriff Tom Hudson. Sheriff, great to see you, my great friend. Great to see you, John. Fantastic. God bless you. And to You're a hero, for crying out loud. All right. You Keep up the good work. All right. right. You're going to turn America. Trust me. Thank you very much. God Folks, Sheriff you. Tom Hudson, here he is right here on the John DePietro show. Well, right now it's 1157. We're coming up. We are going to break for the uh, top of the hour news. We have a lot more to go. Again, we are broadcasting from our nation's capital. It is, as they call it, the feet to the fire, where we have folks beyond a crisis at our border. And I want to also um, just remind you, uh, during this time, folks, remember there's still a lot of the good weather left. Thanks, guys. Uh, pop in and uh, call Jamie's Power Wash today, 401 837 4545-401-837-4545. Jamie's Power Wash and online, jamiespowerwash.com. You can also find him on Facebook, whether it's Power Wash, Handyman Services, Paint Rhode Island. Folks, he came to my home, did a great job on the deck. It's Jamie's Power Wash, 401-837-4545, 401-837-4545 for Jamie's Power Wash. I also want to remind you that we have a new sponsor. And I want you to pop in and see them at the CBD store. And they're located 1845 Post Road in Warwick. Where first time purchase, you can get 20% off. Folks, you sleep great. If you are fighting stress, anxiety, or maybe you just want your best night's sleep ever, pain or seizure, stop it and see them. The CBD store. The CBD store. You're a John DePietro listener. 20% off. Your first purchase, you can also find them on Facebook. Pop in and see them. At least pop in. Michael and his staff are so knowledgeable. The CBD store, 1845 Post Road, Warwick, right off 95 across from Airport Plaza on Post Road. It's the CBD store. You can also find them on Facebook. So it is Juan in Washington, J.D. and D.C. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to break for the 12 o'clock news. We have a lot more guests ahead. Again, we're coming to you from our nation's capital right now. Stand by. We'll be back on the other side after the 12 o'clock news.